Anchor Podcast, Chris. What's up, Chris? Hey, man. How's it going? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining us, bro. I've been excited about this, man. This this is huge. I mean, you are the one who started. Like, you, well, you're the original, right? Well, uh, I, I appreciate that. It's weird. To, it's weird to say or to, or to hear people say that. I appreciate that people think that. I think NFPA was the original fire protection topic podcast. The consistency just, like, wasn't there with theirs, right? They're better oh, now, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then that was the whole reason I started mine is just because I couldn't find anything to listen to, right? Right, exactly. There's not, there's no sprinkler content out there, so we just got to make it ourselves. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's it's easy to be the best when there's nobody else out there, right? I was number one for years. That's it. And no competition. That's sure. awesome. <laughs> and, and like we were just talking, I mean, we're kind of like doing. It's kind of like a different thing. So it, it's good yeah. to collaborate. It's good to finally collaborate. A hundred percent. Like, like me, like Drew Slocum from the fire protection podcast. I'm going to plug everybody except for myself. Um, but Drew's, <laughs> Drew's podcast, the fire protection podcast, uh, available on iTunes, Spotify and everywhere else. Um, he was my first guest when I started having guests on the podcast. And when he, he said like a year later, like, Hey man, I think I'm going to start my own podcast. What do you think of that? And I was like, yes, like awesome. This is great because I can't, my wife doesn't want to listen to me talking sprinkler with somebody else. Like I need somebody else yeah. to listen to. Right. right so right. yeah. And his is awesome. It, it's not this, it's not the same uh, because he talks about fire alarms, suppression, extinguisher, stuff like that. I don't, you know, I like sprinkler. I know fire alarm enough to get me in trouble. I know, you know, suppression systems and stuff like that. Uh, but, but I like talking sprinkler. I don't like talking mm. fire alarm. Same. I don't know. I'm not into fire. We don't do fire alarm up here. Yeah. Like that's only from the get go. From when I started as an apprentice, even when I was in high school doing this, like uh, they would just put me anywhere under the table, you know, fire alarm, wherever they wanted to put me. You know, it's just right. a filler. I didn't really care about anything but sprinkler. So. <laughs> I did, uh, like I do, I do things like, like kind of personal things myself is, uh, when I went and did my CFPS, the certified fire protection specialist through NFPA, um, I had to go and study and learn all of this shit that didn't have anything to do with sprinkler just because it's about everything fire protection. Right. So, uh, I had to go in and I had to learn the fire alarm, but being an apprentice and a, like a, I, I'm a union sprinkler fitter. Uh, like a union sprinkler fitter apprentice in my mind through my entire apprenticeship, it was like, I just don't give a shit about fire alarm. I just don't give a shit about fire alarm. Right. So I brainwashed myself into not caring about fire alarm at all. And so when it came time to study and learn about fire alarm, so I could write this test, it was like, can't even absorb any of it. it. Yeah. It was yeah. just in one ear and out the other. What's up, man. Wayne Teague, little Bobby Tyson. <laughs> what up? So Welcome. Good. Thanks for joining. <laughs> so we can we'll just dive right into it. So you you're, sure. you started you started in the union. You said so. You're yeah. When was that? So I, uh, it was it was it was awesome. I'm a third generation uh, union sprinkler fitter. My grandfather's been in the industry since like the the early '60s. I've got I've got pictures of him and and one of my uncles who's in the fire protection industry, uh, and another uncle who's. Uh, he, what he didn't make it to the fire protection industry, he passed out young or passed away young, but, um, all of my grandfather's sons 
are in the fire protection industry. My, my, my one uncle is a retired union sprinkler fitter. Uh, my other uncle's a sprinkler designer as well as a uh, sprinkler fitter. Uh, and my dad is a retired sprinkler fitter who started the family business that I'm a part of right now with my grandfather. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I got two boys that are nine and 10 and, and they're fucked. They got no choice, right? No choice. They better be <laughs> right? taking them to the yeah. job. You got to get them out there. Oh, they don't get Legos for Christmas. They get CPVC and they yeah. gotta, you know, they get they get they gotta trim out dry valves and stuff like that on Boxing Day. This is Chris from the Fire Sprinkler Podcast, and you're in Canada. That's right. Yeah, southwestern Ontario, Corona, Ontario. If there's anybody in Ontario listening, Sarnia area. Jeremy, anybody we from got the Jeremy States, in here, um, in Vancouver. Oh, that's a long way. That's a long home. ways away. Yeah. 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 So when you got in there, we started in Union. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, your third generation. Did you love it from the get from the beginning, or is this something that you were just on try? So I I mean, I self-admittingly was probably and my I'm sure my brothers and my old man will attest, I was probably the most useless apprentice in the entire <laughs> world. Like just useless. I was still competing. I used to fight, so I was still competing in MMA at the time. So I was like, just, I was always tired during the day. I would train at night, late into the night. And then I would go to work the next day. And I was just a, just a bag of hammered. Right. So I had that. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't until I got my ticket and I opened up that first check of full scale that I was like, Oh sh shit, I've got to be, I got to be worth something. And I, I always loved the industry. I always loved fire protection, but that was the point when I was like, I have to, I have to produce. Right. So that's when I started, you know, extra stuff in the industry, uh, learning as much as I can. You know, I, I, I ticketed out in 2011. I graduated from Seneca College uh, for sprinkler design in 2013. And then I just kept, you know, kept going and going, joining associations, uh, helping out the industry every chance, any chance I get. I, I just like talking sprinkler and doing stuff in the, the industry. legend. So you got, you know, Chris from Vegas, BC, the sprink. He says, what up, Chris, my brother? Oh, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You're making it's waves, great. bro. Oh, that's it's nuts that people know me. Every one of these conferences and stuff that I go to with the podcast, it's it's it blows my mind. Like I was just in Dubai in, in January at, at Intersec, which is probably the second largest fire protection conference in the world. And so sick. The, the people coming up to me and saying like, oh, the podcast guy, like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I have no idea no idea what i'm doing here this is insane but it was all it was it was a great trip and and you know uh, i gotta give a shout out to reliable uh, john at reliable and everybody at reliable for uh helping me get over there and and uh and, and the invite so that was awesome that's awesome you got to travel with all your equipment so when i do like that one obviously i'd never traveled really overseas with the podcast like that before so i traveled light camera tripod uh some wireless lav mics uh and then like my big kind of camera mic that's you know just like a audio kind of on the camera kind of microphone and like a laptop uh, and then my laptop because yeah, yeah my laptop because every time like you know i don't travel anywhere without bringing my laptop yeah. and that's just like that's a work thing right that's just a family business and a work thing yeah, at any time somebody can call right actually like me so, and my wife went away like a month ago we've been together like 11 years and uh, my wife, we went to a concert and we spent the night like just an hour away, but went to a concert and, you know, had a few sodas and 
stayed the night in a hotel. And she was like, this is the first time we've ever gone away together that you did not set your laptop up as soon as we got to the hotel. And I was like, ah, yeah, it's love. I'm here for you, baby. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's Still got awesome. both phones. Made it now that you went to Dubai for your podcast. What's that? Like, have that feel? You feel like you made it now? No, Dubai, <laughs> dude. You went no. to Dubai for sprinklers, bro. Dubai. So what is like? So I mean, obviously you were checking the sprinklers out while you were there. Is everything sprinkled over there? So there is a lot of sprinkler over there. I didn't do. Because I I spent four days traveling to get there, like two days there, two days back. And I was only on like in Dubai for four days. So oh, wow. I spent four days at this conference. Um, it's been long enough now. Um, the first day I was there was the setup. So I didn't have a backstage pass or anything like that. I had a media pass, but that was only for the days of the event, which was Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, but like there's always people that say like, Oh yeah, you can get anywhere with a, a safety vest and a ladder. So I bought a safety vest and just walked in while they were setting up the convention. And it was like, it's the, it's the world's biggest fire protection security convention <laughs> in the world. And I just like walked in the front door and was just like, Hey man, how's it going? With and your they vest. were like, Oh, nice to see you. <laughs> so you buy a vest and you can, you'd be surprised the stuff that you can I get feel like that. I get that with my hard hat. I just toss the hard hat on and I can just fucking go anywhere with that baby. Yeah, you get a clipboard and you look up and you'd be surprised how many free movies you can oh, see. Yeah. No, it's, I'm doing something. See you later. <laughs> it's so true. I went into an extremely secure building in Atlanta because I had to go in there. They wouldn't let me go in there, but I had to, according to my, my company, I had to uh, put a couple of green tags on there. What up, there. Chad? Well, I went, what up, Isaac? I went in there through where like this the secured people like, Go in and out. <laughs> Let like, you right in. They like little federal guys, like they, in and out. And they I see a handsome away. construction guy like Brian. They're like, just let him in. He's all right. Ah, he deserves to be here. And if he shouldn't, he <laughs> should be here. Should be. Yeah. Just like my my. Ever since I started this podcast and and since I kind of got in this industry, I've I've always been like my mindset has always just been like act like you've been there before. Right. I love if you that. walk in and you're like, oh, what the. Uh, you gotta pretend where, like you know I where I you're go going. Here? This is my shit. This is where I go. This is where I'm straight. supposed to be. Just act like act like you've been yeah. there before. Act like it's your building, and you'll be for the most part. Nobody's gonna be like, "Are you lost? Are you looking for somebody?" If nobody, if you look like you know where you're going, nobody's gonna ask you if you need a hand. Right? Wayne says, "Walking like you own the place." Yep. Yeah. That's T it. T knows about Brian doing photo shoots. <laughs> hey man, I'm to check my way, right? That's it, man. <laughs> twenty bucks is twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got a face for radio. I only started doing the videos because it was kind of the natural progression. But I started the podcast audio only because of this mug here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. That's great, dude. I love what you're doing. Oh, that's cool, man. That's I awesome. like your your stuff on on Instagram and stuff like that's just been like awesome. Instagram, oh, I think, yeah. is like my more of my specialty. That's like the app I know the best. I feel like I get a lot. I can get a lot of views on TikTok, but I just like just using it. I don't know the the mechanisms of it. I just not as good. Yeah, I'm like a 50 year old man. Only I'm only 34. Like uh, I've got to get on the Instagram and upload oh. my pictures. Oh so. yeah, I'm like making reels as I eat breakfast. Like just fucking, <laughs> I'm eating at the same speed as everybody else, and I can post like make a sick reel. <laughs> That's awesome. So you just are you just constantly like setting your phone up how, yeah, how many times you got to charge a battery a day 
Oh, dude. I mean, I'm ready for a new phone. I was just talking to my buddy Chad, who just got, like, the fucking iPhone 23. And not only does it have, like, 17K video, you know, all this cinematic, but it's supposed to last, like, two days. So, like, on a on a heavy content day, my phone will be dead by, like, 11, 10 or 11. And it's coming off the charger Jeez. at 430. Um, but I have I have a couple wireless chargers. And then, like, I'm typically going to a couple different jobs so I can charge in between. Put in the truck, yeah, yeah. And a lot of times I'm working alone and I'm like, people are like, oh, you're always filming. How are you getting shit done? But every day is a drain and fill and I work in <laughs> hospitals and I'm not – in the hospitals you can't drain and you can't fill. There's guys there that do the valves. I just do the sprinkler work. So, like, you got to figure I'm always waiting for somebody to drain. I'm always waiting for somebody to fill. You can only dope and tape so much shit before yeah. you're just sitting there waiting for them to spin the valve. And Bobby posts some videos. Need a battery case. No, I like it nice and slim. It's got to fit right in my front right. Boop. Those battery cases are just a little bit too fat. Yeah. Yeah, I like the thin. OnlyFans. Like I've really been thinking about OnlyFans. And I'm going <laughs> to show exclusive sprinkler content, not my nipples. Yeah, no, I swear. I swear. It's for, it's for Bobby's content. I swear. That's why <laughs> yeah. I have it. Hey, yeah, can right? you imagine a her girlfriend being like, why are you on OnlyFans? Oh, this guy. I it's know a guy. I think it would be. Like, no, I think no, no, no. I, I get that, but ugh. yeah, for sprinkler stuff. No, I it's think, not. I think it'd be great, right? Like, so if you if you rip apart like a reliable dry valve, like you open it up one of the old ones and you're looking inside there, we consider that exclusive. You can only get it on my OnlyFans. Well, <laughs> like I mean, if you ever, I've got a, uh, I've got an old. Well, it's not. I mean, it's old. It's still brand new, but an old Supertex valve. You ever worked on a Supertex, the Mercury Raiderized check valves and all that kind of shit? No, I don't think so. Oh, I got a brand new one that was never installed out in my garage. Like, I collect old sprinkler shit. Dude, I do. Like, I, I like old that? stuff. What's that? What does your wife say about that? Just, like, bringing home sprinkler heads and valves, and she's, like, uh, with it? Well, she, yeah. uh, well, I mean, they're already home at that they're, point. You're and, a collector. Uh, you're not a whore. You're a collector. I'm bigger than her, so I can, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> put it in the basement. I don't care. Yeah, that's, right. That's what she says. She doesn't. She asks. Uh, she asked. She asked about a month ago, two months ago. We just moved into this new house in December. Two weeks before Christmas is a great time to move, just in case anybody's wondering. Oh my goodness! Oh, sounds like a great idea. No, that's no, hectic. No, no, suck the whole time. <laughs> um, Hurry up and get but, the tree uh, set up. Yeah, it's oh, that was the first thing she did. That was the first fight in the new house. Hey, we got a truck outside. Put the tree down. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. it's but so yeah. My so my front yard's got three fire hydrants and a PIV. Oh, what in the grass? Yeah, I got two outside on either side of the um, uh, two on either side of the garage door, and then I got a like a nice clean one out front, like on a like a little slate. Do you have them marked like uh, that? They're not active. I'm on the volunteer department for my township, so. That'll be the only thing I run. If I come running out of here, you guys can just rip on me for being a big loser and leaving. Yeah. But uh, it's a, if the pager goes off, I'm going to jet. Yeah, um, no, you have to. But, uh, yeah, no, everybody knows that, like, I'm the loser with the hydrants out front. They're painted red and white as opposed to our municipal hydrants are yellow. Silver. Their bodies are yellow. Oh, okay. Dude, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. They all rip on me and say that one of the guys on the, you know, you know, if, I ain't going to say his real name. Jimmy's going to show up here and try to hook up to one of your hydrants, you know, and you're going to screw them all over. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. Jimmy shouldn't run the truck anyway. Yeah, he should know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want a hydrant in my yard. Everyone would get excited, though. There's no hydrants on my street, so. I think hydrants are cool. I saw a truck uh, yesterday going down the highway, 
and it was just a truck carrying tons of of uh, dry hydrants. I was like, man, this is so cool. <laughs> did you guys do a lot of work on underground? Uh, I do not do any underground. We typically, if I do, and this is like a 50-50% shot of every job I do, is that we only own 10 feet out. Oh, yeah. So you don't do any work on hydrants or anything like that? No. I mean, no? like my, oh, com- okay. my company will, but not me. I'm not the hydrant. Oh, okay. Hydrant work is it's butter. I love doing hydrants. Yeah. As I, long as it's not underground. I'm like super jealous 90, when I see yeah, people 90, doing them. Ninety percent of the work on a hydrant can be done from the ground, right? It seems like you guys just open them and fucking blasting them off whichever direction they go. I want to do that. Well, not if you use oh, the proper tools. Rinse the uh, rinse the van off. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> no, peel the don't. paint. Peel the paint. No, it's not <laughs> rock windshield. <laughs> yeah. I have a windshield like Shaggy. Shaggy just got his windshield fixed today. It's probably gonna crack tomorrow. What do you think, Shag? <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask. I gotta ask. I was wondering. Yeah. So have you felt? So our whole goal is to create a community. Have you felt it? So since we put on your end, or I, I I feel like I have a good following, and there is like a there's a bunch of people that have reached out and um. You know, I, 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 I like the code. I like to read the code. I like to, I like to stay up to date with the latest standards and stuff like that and stay involved. So I do get people that reach out for code questions and stuff like that all, all, all the time. I never really thought about referring them to as a community because they're, they're reaching out to me, not to each other. Mm. Um, but I, I am super jealous of the community that you're developing because they're all, they're talking to each other and they're talking to you guys and it's a, and it's a good fire protection conversation and i am 100 percent jealous of of what you guys have built because it's awesome and i'm a super competitive guy dude get in on uh, it well, fucking you're, 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 you're in it you're i'll jump in it. on yours i'm just yeah. gonna no i'm not even gonna start That's my it. own i'm just gonna just jump into yours post some shit i'll share it tag me i'll share it all i'll share anything <laughs> that's it i love yeah. that's one of my favorite things is i'm not just like set up because i'm just so excited i love the <laughs> When guys tag me and I share it, and I, I just like I'm a part of what they're doing, man. Yeah. Especially when I'm over here in business clothes and meetings and everything, you know, it's like so nice to kind of feel like I'm a part For of For me, them, it was, it was years know. and years of just like, you know, the people I work with, East Coast people. So I would only be getting them while I was at work. But now, like, I'll wake up and I'll have all these videos from like my buddy Kirod that's over in uh, Australia or any of the guys that are like on a total different time zone than us. Yeah, I'll yeah. wake up to a bunch of stuff that they're doing because they're working right now. Karad. Yeah, they're just Karad. waking up and getting ready to go. Yeah, well, that's it. No, he's on. There. He says yeah. he's on lunch. What do you say? He's on his lunch break. Wow. It's almost bedtime, dog. Yeah, we're the community's awesome. Everybody's yeah, great. That's... There's no negativity. It's like it's all just. It's not like the community you get on these Facebook groups where they're all attacking each other and dumbing down the apprentices and yelling at them. Yeah, that's not like the days of the days of. Uh, locking the apprentice out of the valve room when you're trimming it out is uh, I like to think those days are gone. And I like to think that I've kind of helped push that through, right? Like um, eventually there's going to be a time where you're sick of trimming out the same DPV one every day, or, you know, uh, running, running this, the, the different types of systems. And you're going to want to teach somebody. And if you just keep stonewalling them outside the valve room, they're not going to want to come in. They're going to be like, fuck that guy. I don't want to go in there. Yeah. No, I like to yeah, bring them right, right in, right in. Let's yeah. get your hands dirty. You can do it. Day How would one. you do it? That's it. Yeah. Day one and, and be open to open the conversation up for training as well. Right. Because there's not, there's not one way of doing things that's doing things in this industry. And that's what 
a lot of people think is this is the way I've trained. This is the way I was taught. This is the only way of doing it. This is the new 2023 25 handbook I just got it the other day, right? So I brought my 2020 handbook. I was out, we were trying to get a fire pump going. That's been sitting stagnant for about 10 years. Uh, so I brought it to the fitter that I was working with and was like, here, take this, flip it through. Right. I, yeah. I got the 23. I don't need the old one anymore. I'm not going to give you my new one. But, right. Uh, yeah. You know, Stay right up to date. Have... I have the whole yeah, thing exactly. on the phone. I got everything on the phone, all edi- all editions. See, I like flipping through the book and it's stupid because no, I, I hear literally, that. I hear that. I got the, the, the new fire protection handbook just came out. And that's like for the CFPS and it's like the books are both of them together are literally this thick. Like they're, it's a big ass book. And uh, so that's the first edition that they've had, I think since 2008. And I know a couple people that contributed to it, helped write some of the chapters. So I was like, right, I'm going to buy the book out. And uh, so I bought that and I bought the 2023 handbook and uh, I just, I just like staying current. Right. And yeah. it drives me nuts when people don't, I've, I've always been, like training is not something that you should take lightly, especially no. in the life safety and fire protection market. I, you know, I would love for all of our fitters in, in Ontario, if there's any Ontario, I know there's a ton of Ontario guys that listen to your, your podcast. Um, oh. You know, I've, I pushed when I was helping out with the, uh, with the, um, the CFQ, the exam, the cert, uh, certificate of qualification exam that sprinkler fitters have to write in Canada to have mandatory uh, fitter upgrade courses every year. But Nobody wants oh, to do dude, that. Sh- yeah, you should. You should have all of a sudden you pass. Nice or, at style. The same as anytime nice, you, you uh, anytime you renew. Like I think we, anytime you renew your license, just take a little refresher. Something. We don't have to renew our licenses. Oh. And, and like my Red Seal exam, which is good for across Canada, is. I should know, but I think period. it's I think it's every few years I got to renew. It's, that's a Massachusetts thing. They just want their damn money. Yeah. So now in Ontario, it's Skilled Trades Ontario, and I got to be a member of Skilled Trades Ontario. Um, but it transitioned from the College of Trades to Skilled Trades Ontario, and the transition was kind of a shit show. Mine expires so, on my birthday this year. I got to renew that thing. Well, when's your birthday? You got to let everybody know. So New Year's Eve. You, uh... New Year's Eve. Oh, you ruined your mom's New Year's Eve. Um, dude, it's, it's, it was an epic birthday during my drinking days. I'll tell you that there was always sure. a party. I mean, I was doing, I was throwing double keggers from when I was 18 till I was like, I don't know, 30 or something. Um, <laughs> it was, it's a, it's a great birthday to have if you're a party animal, because everybody is, that's the day they're going to party the most on New Year's Eve. Everybody sure. worldwide. Yeah. It just kind of sucks for your parents. Like uh, well, what, New Year's Eve back in what well, year? 88, you said? Yeah, but they were happy because they got the tax. They got the tax for that year. Oh, they put they. I think my I think mom wanted it out in '88 because then she got the tax write off in '88 and in '89. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. And you're because you're so close to Christmas, you save a lot of money on that because you don't oh, get it. You yeah. could get, you get you a, a whole lot of you stuff. You get a at double Christmas. gift. You always get a double right? gift. You got to support <laughs> the guys who know who they are and where they're going. You got that, Chad. And then Moto Psycho. What I've never understood is why companies have guys do X job. Like one guy does the drops, one guy does the valve room. I see this a lot too. I hate that. I hate that system. My company's not about that. They want, and I think from their standpoint, they want one person to keep um, uh, held responsible for the whole place because you know that the guy that does the mains. Right. Whoever comes and then does the branch lines or the drops is going to blame everything on the guy that did the mains. The guy that's going to come do the valve room is going to blame. Oh, they didn't bring it in the room in the right spot. Everybody's just sandbagging each other. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. If Bruce is going to finish the whole fucking job, you that's know? right. And 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 if you show up and everything's leaking but the hangers, then you know it was Bruce. Oh yeah, definitely right? was fucking Bruce. 
Yeah, but I would uh, I would just tell the boss, listen, I don't want to be the fucking only the head guy. I want to do everything. Soup to right. nuts. But a lot of times you get that's an assembly line style, and those guys all get good at their part, and it probably go it probably makes them money. Well, so the handbook, I don't know if everybody's or seen that handbook. I love it. The handbook yeah. is awesome. Matt, uh, Matthew Kraus, did he do that one as well? Plus, yeah, he's coming on the Fire Sprinkler podcast here shortly too. Oh wow! You yeah. have to give us a he, date. So put you put that on Instagram like a week in advance, yeah. and tag, and I'll yep. put it out there. We, um, I want to watch. Listen, yeah, Matt. Yeah, he was my fiftieth episode, and then uh, and I I reached out to him and was like, "Hey, man, you should you should be my hundredth as well." And it was either going to be him or Joe Meyer. I don't know if you've seen any of the stuff that Meyer Fire University or or Meyer Fire's blogs, but he does a great blog. If anybody's looking for some fire protection reading, yeah, uh, yeah, anything fire protection, That's I'm awesome. looking for it. So yeah, so so check out uh, check out Meyer Fire. He's got a free blog that you can sign up for, uh-huh. uh, and then he's got like a paid university. I can't recall how much it is right now, but I, it's a video series and you can kind of learn everything from, uh, like it's, it's everything fire protection. It's basically the CFPS exam in learning style. So sprinkler design, fire alarm design, uh, he's getting into like egress pathway, uh, kind of stuff. It's, it's awesome. It's unreal. I love it's crazy that that. I'm a part of it. There's really smart guys in there. And then me. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're a smart guy, too. You bring a lot to the table. Terpy Daniels. Glad I got to work with good guys to show me the ropes. I just got my level two nice set a couple months ago. and I learned something new every day, trying to get into fire pumps more. So listen, just, whoever's, wh- whoever's your yeah, congratulations on the nice set too. whoever's your superior, the boss, the outside super, whatever you want to call them. Just next time you're with them, just give them a nice little nudge like, hey, I think I'm ready for a pump room. It could be just as easy as that. And then yeah. listen, if he doesn't give it to you, then the next time you see him, you say, hey. Still ready for that pump room. Just keep saying it, man. The squeaky wheel will get oiled. That's it. Yeah. And I mean, even take like, oh, my camera died. If uh, even take the initiative yourself and just pump through it, find I'd, a course, find a class, sign up to like, you know what I mean? Like if, as long as it ain't expensive, I don't know. What I'd be a great are. Vic Grease guy. That's the part. That's the only part you want. I'll just grease them. Just, huh? gre- just get double nines and throw the grease away. There you go. <clears throat> Oh, like, okay. What what are your th- what are your thoughts on the stuff that Vic Tullock's doing in the industry? So I was very skeptical about the flex hoses with the cut with the one inch couplings, the groove the grooved flex hoses. Yeah. Until I just now I'm doing two jobs with them. Yeah. Holy shit, are they fast? The job that I I posted, I did a whole Vic Tullock reel. I tried to get them to share me, but they they must hate sprinkler guys. Um, <laughs> so they they won't share me. Uh, I'm a little bit hurt about it. Anyways, I you don't I I can't even tell. Yeah, they. It's not dude, even you obvious. put the hose on, the heads on, the br- you put the branch line on, you and you're done. You're ready for a hydro. Test it. The guys follow right behind you. They put up the grid. It's uh, it does it take away the time? Yeah, but if you want to look at it as this aspect, it's uh, getting me right to the next one. There's another one right it. after that's it. That's the way and, you gotta think I'm, about it. When you finish this one, you get guys that say, "Oh, well, leaks make weeks," or uh, "Stretch it," or whatever. No, no, we gotta finish this one and get to the fucking next one. Yeah, you're gonna be sitting at home, pal. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. I, uh, as a designer now, I like to joke around with my guys. There's two things I joke around with my guys about: is it didn't take me that long to draw it. Why is it taking me that long to put it in? The pipes. Not- <laughs> oh man, you son right? of a bitch. The pipes. Oh, the pipes. Ooh. The pipes not that heavy when I put it in like this. So why is it taking? You know what I mean? Like, and, and I've been on the tools. I understand the job is man. is time consuming, right? I just like to i like to fuck that's with the guys, a good right? one you gotta have fun right Ooh, that, I would... and uh you know i didn't i didn't put those leaks in on the draw like a, 
can you show me the drawing where was that leak on the drawing i didn't show that leak on the drawing <laughs> yeah get the fuck out of here oh, right shit. install it like the drawing shows Damn. it doesn't show any leaks on the drawing don't install leaks. i want right? to get some fucking jokes from the designers we got a design team but they don't give me jokes like that well and here's why because in in, in this industry especially it's always office versus the field it really and is it, and it sh and it really shouldn't be because if you think that the guys sitting in the office are not as passionate or sometimes even more passionate about fire protection than you. Oh, you're wrong. Yeah, they're definitely absolutely. Passionate Everybody is still takes, going home. It takes a walking team. around like this if a system goes off and a sprinkler. You know what I mean? Like if you get a sprinkler that's save on one of your jobs, those designers are walking around just like this as well, right? That's 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 cool to think about. You got to put that yeah. into perspective. It's got to be a team effort, right? Because we're like, sure, I appreciate and I love every fitter out there, but sure, it's just a piece of paper that you could use to wipe your ass. But at the same time, if I bring you to a warehouse that has high piled storage and plastic, would you be able to tell me how to design it or how to install it? Exactly. Right? Like you got to, you got to work together and it's uh, a, it's a whole industry as a whole needs to just work together to hammer this out because one person can't do the, you know, you, you got to work together because one person can't do it all. Right. Right. I operate at such a high standard and that is because I have reliable people in the office. If I have a question, they're answering the phone and they're answering my question, whether it's that's a design right. question or a project manager question, we got good support in the office and that's, it is. They don't treat you crucial. like you're dumb. Sometimes in the office that they'll, they'll treat the fitter like he's an idiot. I'll never call him yes. again. I'd never now, call him again. I would never ask another question from that guy if he treated me like that. Sure. But at the same time, what kind of tone are you going into that conversation with? Same. They could have a fitter that's being an asshole as well. Right. Kenny, what up? Well, you're going to get that too, right? Like, hey, yeah, you that's fucking like pipe me into off. a wall. It's all yeah. wrong. Call sure. him, cuss him out. Absolutely. What do you want? It to go right through the beam? Why would you put yeah. it there? Yeah, I gotta exactly. use two more elbows now. Fuck me. Sure. And then the other <laughs> the other thing is is like you want to get a good working relationship with your office if you're a guy in the field. And I've I'm 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 both. So don't call with problems, call with solutions and let them decide which solution's better because then you're working together, right? Like, hey, uh they they hung the ductwork at a different elevation. Okay, you can go above it, you can go under it, or you can talk to them about raising it. I'm not on site, you are, you have more information about this issue than I am. Don't call and say, hey, you're fucked. Figure it mm. out. If the duck guy just went on a whim and moved it and billing him, it's two men, eight hours, four elbows. It's a conversation, right? That's a conversation that needs to happen. But that, That's as it. an industry, that kind of, that needs to kind of change, right? Like sign the paperwork, get it all said and done. But that as an industry, I, I think needs to change, right? Not only because I'm sick of the guys yelling at me all the time, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big team. It's a big team. That's right. Yeah. Melissa, hello. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Do you get the numbers up? Do you got a lot of how many people are streaming right now? Um, Is that been... a weird question to ask during the episode? No, not at all. It's a question people no. ask. Right now it says I think we got like it's it says there's six on twi on Twitter and there's eight on YouTube, but it's always like behind and then at the end I'll look and it will say we were averaging like fourteen. Ah, sweet. Cool. Streamlab says we got fourteen. They're in and out and then a lot of guys, um I don't know if they're watching us at work still. <laughs> put, not. How long are their breaks? Put us on the Bluetooth and put the phone on the Baker staging right near the print and uh, and play it loud so we can tell the tin knockers that they're not as cool as us. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they're not listening to an HVAC podcast right now. I wonder if there is one. Oh shit! We just we just we just gave oh, a million man. dollar idea. 
I'm gonna start. Oh, I'm gonna start yeah, one. I get I my do. fucking hammer and just start smashing on some tin. Well, how are they gonna listen to it with the noise they make on site? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Damn tin knockers. Tin Back whackers. Back to that book, the uh, yeah. which the one? Handbook. Yeah. Handbook. So, I never, and I went back to it recently. Are you but, talking the the tw the twenty five handbook or the fire protection handbook? Yes, yeah, the twenty five handbook. Okay. Yeah, because I have an issue at a uh, at a large property, and they need their attic re they want their attic redone. It's just the dry system is is causing pitting and and pipes blowing out, and it's like it's bad. And it's so, at a and, go ahead. So, our the issue we have in Ontario, and I and anybody who's listening from Ontario can attest the the Ontario Fire Code versus NFPA twenty five is is an absolute joke, and I do many presentations on the fact that it's a joke. An NFPA twenty five inspection includes an air leakage test. Have those been done through the duration of the system? Because you should be able to find those issues as they arise, as opposed to all of a sudden, like I said earlier, everything's leaking but the damn hangers. Right. Right. So well, they want to, they now get to the point where everything has to be replaced because the air compressor was cranked up. Same with the air maintenance device was cranked up. It was sitting at 45 as opposed to, you know, 15 pounds above trip pressure. Those are the kind of the lazy things in the industry that we got to get past and, and follow. It's a big book, right? Yeah, I agree. And then setting, setting the, uh, Air pressure is super common. I know oh, an that does it all the time. Yeah, set it to 35 and walk oh. away. Yeah, people like to crank the pressure. Yeah. Like, yeah. so when I, even when I post uh, videos of the reliable, you know, the, whether it's the DDX or the EX, and they're like, uh, they're trying to tell me I don't have enough pressure in it. Do you need oh, more pressure? Oh, would you set it like 17 or something? I set them low. Yeah. Whatever they yeah. want, you know? Yep. Seventeen or fourteen or something like that. I think those DDXs are and allowed then, to be like, set. One, so low. one of them was a little small four-inch system. We put a little bit more, and then one of them was a huge um, six-inch system with one inspector's test, and we put a little bit less. Try to get it out there quicker. Right. Yeah, that all affects your water delivery time. Yeah, exactly. If right? I if I'm over if I'm over that minute or whatever they want, then I'm putting a little bit less air and trying to let it come out a little bit faster. That's the that's whole. Right. But that's, that's the whole where theory. that fifteen. That's where that fifteen psi above. I believe it's 15. Everybody's going to really? freak out if it's Show not. Notes, but those, that's Bobby. what that Woo. 15 PSI above trip pressure comes in. That's why you got to do a trip, find out when it actually trips. Does it trip at 8? Does it trip at 12? And then set your pressure accordingly. That's I think it. the Tyco ones actually come with a water pressure and then your set pressure for air. Well, I mean, you should be doing – you should record that on your full trip. Yeah. Your pressure, yeah. and then you go off of that. I yep. agree. And but then the whole what? thing goes on OnlyFans. No, no one does that. No one does no that. Yeah. Does. Well, because it's easy, right? Set it at 35 yep. and walk away. You found a DDX that was set at 68. You found a... What the fuck? Was that the water pressure? <laughs> you found a DDX that was set at 68. I'm just assuming that's air pressure. That is awful. I know it is, that. but I mean, that would be like the incoming water so what pressure. Tankless compressors that come from yeah, the factory set at 40 to 50. So what about riser mount tankless compressors that come from the factory set at 40 to 50 and the nice sticker that says do not adjust? You got to uh, put an air maintenance device. Put an air maintenance yeah. device. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you I don't need pipe... an air maintenance device if the air compressor has a, what is it, 5.6 gallons a minute? Right. And if you're at, if, it's just, if you got too much pressure and you want to tone it down and that thing says not to adjust it, I would just toss in an air maintenance device. Yeah. Those stickers peel off. 
The sticker does peel off too, and you can and you can. I'm just kidding. It. Do not do that. Yeah. I'm not a guy. That... <laughs> yeah, it was air. I found a DDX that was set at 65 psi air. Oh my goodness, that's so, like gotta be such now, a long trip time. I've got to my my question would be is was it set for that or was the air maintenance device faulty? Because that could have been if it did have an air if it was an air compressor that was going through an air maintenance device and the air compressor was set for 68, and then the air compressor or the air maintenance device shit the bed, obviously. Yeah, or they left the quick fill, the, the or the quick fill was left open. The quick fill was cracked open, something like that, right? Or you just put a bobby something sticker over it. it. I like that, Wayne. Bobby sticker, bobby sticker and, and fuck the pressure. Turn it down. <laughs> I've rolled. How about rolling up to somewhere somewhere and they got like just a Home Depot compressor, um, hooked up, and it's, it's like not, two, it's tuned with a regulator. And it, it's got not, as long as it has a listed air maintenance device, you can use any air compressor you want. It has as to long be as you. Lot. Uh, the one that's that I the, rolled up on, that they were right. using the regulator on the actual compressor. No, so no. that's not a listed air maintenance device. If you have a listed air maintenance device, you can use any air compressor you want. Any air compressor you want. Wow. Yeah. Oh, now we're getting – everybody's coming in now. Oh, good. Perfect. This Ran is, into that today. Six FDC due for hydros, and the check valves are covered in sheetrock ceilings and apartments that people are living in. Damn. Huh. The six FDCs due for hydros are at, and the check valves are in people's apartments above the sheetrock. So hmm. there's a, well, you still need access to the FDC. Huh. Because there is a new tool that's You got a uh, sawzall with a wood blade? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got an 18 and a pretty good swing. Yeah. You can't use an air maintenance device on a tankless compressor. It won't let the air in fast enough. Yeah, it'll regulator. short cycle. It'll short cycle. Compressor would short cycle. Huh. It almost seems like I'm reading the comments, but I'm I actually try, can't see them. I'm trying to – I've seen a fucking – I've seen riser mounts with air maintenance devices. Oh, so have I. Yeah. And that's why that thing's going – Yeah. So – Back to the book. Um, it does not. <laughs> Back to the... <laughs> it does not okay, go. Over... It does not go over the uh, corrosion well. Like the types of corrosion. Like I'm look. I'm reading it, and I had trouble with this on my level three test. Is it? It started to hit me with the oh, different kinds flipping. of corrosion. He's flipping. Let's hear it. He's flipping. Oh boy, motorcycles back with more facts about sixty-eight psi. Yeah, so you'll want to go with you'll want to go with chapter fourteen. That'd be obstruction investigation. So but I is think the... you're gonna have to go to the index where it explains the different kinds. It's been like sure. that since it was put into service. I checked the tag for eight years. It's been sitting at sixty-eight psi. What the fuck? Is so wrong with so then people? it was so then it was it was it was approved that way. Doesn't mean it's right, but right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it doesn't mean it's right at all. Some of these people that are approving shit the, don't even know what they're approving. Was... He does not know. Like Tyson might know, but a typical fire. <laughs> Tyson might not. Yeah, Tyson knows. So chapter fourteen in the twenty twenty three edition. I think they changed the the title of this. Actually, I, I haven't even really had a chance because this came in two days ago, Tuesday. Uh, the internal piping condition and obstruction investigation is what chapter fourteen is called now. And I it may have been called that last year. I can't recall. Um, right, but as far as identifying which corrosion is it, it explains the different corrosions but it mm -hmm. does not tell you how to um define it when you're looking at the pipe annex d in 25 
NXD. Kirby Daniels is saying NXD. 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 Has anybody out there on your things ever seen a hydro pneumatic machine? A hydro pneumatic machine. Yeah. Like if you're doing a flushing investigation using the compressed air with water to blast it through the pipe to do the flushing. I've only done hydraulic flushing of a system, but has anybody done the compressed air? I mean, this, this is a question for everybody judging by the blank stare on Bobby right now, but the hydro pneumatic no air is the picture on the, oh. there, there it is right there. Oh there, yeah. There. Uh, that's nice. And I see it every, and I'm like, God, it looks like a good way of doing it where you basically, you just slam open the valve and it pushes compressed air and water through the system to flush, to do a flushing it's, investigation. It's like a, just a, Water hammer, essentially. Yeah. FDC, no. yes. FDC main test. Jeremy saying yes. To what? To he does have one? Your question, or he's done it before. Oh, cool. Tell Was us, it awesome? Tell, <laughs> tell us about it a little bit, Jeremy. Type us out something. Kenny says, have you ever had... Have you ever had to time how long to pump up a system with a compressor? It's supposed to be up to pressure within a maximum of 30 minutes, or the compressor is undersized. This is another reason to not have your pressure jacked up too high. 30 minutes or 60 if it's in a freezer. Or 60 if it's in a freezer. Yeah. Air and water test. Yes, blows well when released. Isn't the 60 pretty new? It used to. Didn't it nope. used to be? Uh, no, that's been in there for a while. It was 30 minutes for dry systems, and it's 60 minutes for right. compressed air. I know it's I been know. in there since at least 2007. Why do they give Maybe you more for the freezer? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. Why the fuck do they give you more for the freezer? Does it change the density of the air? Yeah, probably because, well, if you're piping, if you're if you're pumping, if you're drawing the air correctly, you are supposed to pull from the cold environment. Like... Nine times out of ten, the air compressors are located in the valve room, which are heated, warm, and then you're warm pumping, yeah, and then you're pumping pipe. that. That's right, and you build condensation, and that's where you get your corrosion and stuff like that. And pipe is freezing and or corroding and deteriorating. And now they got to put putting nitrogen in it, thinking that's doing something. That's right. Yeah. Uh, if you look at General Air products, the new, what's uh, it's called Vaporflex or something. It's a new product that General Air is coming out with. And it's, but you got a nice back scratcher there. That's sweet. Um, Telescopic. You, uh, Go down to the fucking top of your crack if you have to. That's nice. Does he know <laughs> John Johnson? John Johnson from Michigan? I don't know. All I got was John Johnson. John Johnson. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's with AFSA. Jack Johnson. Write some good music, right? Yeah, isn't he a musician? I was going to say. Yeah, my old lady used to listen to him when we first got together. Fair. What up, Fair? Hello. Uh, sorry. Uh, the yeah. So I looked in NXD and it does identify the different types of corrosion. Um, but I I mean I'd have to go through it and read it a little bit more critically to find out like if you're defining um what type of of corrosion has to be addressed immediately. And I be I believe it would probably without looking up the exact uh code or reference would be like anything that deteriorates the system to the point of impairment, right? And as long as you can word something to a customer, like, I mean, it's inspectors, <clears throat> inspectors are basically salesmen, right? 
basically. See, I want to know. Like, I want to know. Yeah. All right. Well, like, let me see what you guys talk amongst yourself, and let me see what I can find and come up with here. What are you guys they want twenty-five. I can search for keywords. I'm gonna be out there tomorrow measuring all the piping and the systems and getting everything so I could quote it. You got a but, laser? But uh, no, I have a, I have a. Get a laser. Walkie, twenty-five footer. A laser? Mm-hmm. What to Get measure the pipe? Oh, you're goddamn right. Yeah, that's why I have a laser, and I don't even inspect shit. Oh yeah. To measure shit? Oh, it's the best thing I ever like, bought. Like, but I know, like, my so, um, my good friend Shaton, who actually he moved up into the union, he's like in the union now, but he was a very good fitter that worked for me. But he was piping heads at like thirty feet, and I put that laser beam on the ground, and I could fucking pin it right up to the deflector, and I knew exactly yeah. what the measurement that he was at without having to go up and check. Yeah, I use a, I use a labor labor laser for doing uh, sight checks all the time. Like a Just, Bosch? Uh, no, the, uh, mine's a DeWalt, and it's like a 400 foot, and it goes up to like a 16th of an inch, which, I mean, I don't design to a 16th. I think it was, I think it was a Craftsman. It was so hard to use. I was like, screw it. I threw it away. Yeah, mine was, mine's, was like, mine's butter. As long as the batteries are charged, uh, mine's butter. I always forget to replace the batteries. I had a, a little one, and it just, it was so hard to use. But maybe tomorrow I'll run by the Home Depot on my way out there and see if I can't, you know, get a good one and try I, that out. I got mine was like thirty bucks from Jeff. Oh, mine! I bought mine like ten years ago, and it was not thirty dollars. It was. You, you can get one from <laughs> Jeff so for thirty bucks. Who's Jeff? Tell um, Jeff I'm on Amazon. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not on first name basis with the guy. Yeah, so John Johnson is all over, but he's with AFSA. He taught me for Nightset, yeah. and he's like you. He yeah, I know John. By the back of his hand. I know John. John's a good guy. It's good to know yep. the book. So I have a guy that we work with. He's like the most knowledgeable guy at the company, probably in, in the local, maybe even in Boston. I don't know. And you call him for a question, and he'll say, so did you open the book? <laughs> oh, man. So when I did my uh... – Fucking, I didn't have flashbacks to when I was like doing the online oh, design course from Seneca and I'm having flashbacks to my uncle. I would go through like storage commodities and stuff like that. And I'd call him and be like, Hey, uh, so I'm looking at this thing and I'm working on a storage commodity. And I'm, I just want to make sure that I'm looking at the right thing before I submit this uh, assignment. He's like, well, uh, okay. So uh, you got an FBA 13. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. He's like, okay, open it up. Yeah. And um, <laughs> this guy is. Uh, it's in there somewhere. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, you were talking. It was a five-minute conversation where he would just get me to open up the book. I'm like, I did this already. And he's like, all right, well, you think you got it? Like, man, fuck it, just help me. I think it's 60 in freezers <sighs> because generally you're passing it through an air dryer before it goes into the system. So it's more to do instead of going straight from the compressor to the system. That could be. That's a good point, Moto. So what are you guys looking for for corrosion? I got forms of corrosion in the annex. What were you looking for, Bry? Yes. Well, it says forms, but I want, and I'm trying to identify which kind of corrosion it is. Okay. Look, oh, man, yeah. So these these people that I'm working with have a great relationship. Is with it them. microbiologically yeah, influenced corrosion? I don't know. How would I know? <laughs> I don't know. There's all kinds you know? of different types of corrosion, though, in the annex. Ask it. Like you Ask get it. Bubble corrosion. You have. You have. Do you have a picture I of mean, it? No, I will oh, tomorrow. I'll forms post of it corrosion. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. If you get a, if you, I mean, you don't have a picture of it. It tells now. you, it tells you what it is. You can read it if it's you want. It's pitting throughout, throughout the building. 
Like they're having blowouts out of blowouts after blowouts. It's a dry system. It's bad. Corrosion is defined yeah. as deterioration of a material used as metal resulting from a chemical or electro uh, reaction. It, the eight main forms of corrosion include one, uniform corrosion, two, pitting, three, gal galvanic corrosion, four, crevice corrosion, five, selective leaching, six, erosion corrosion, seven, environmental cracking, eight, intergranular corrosion, microbiologically influenced corrosion, MIC is included herein and a ninth form of corrosion, although it is usually a secondary factor that accelerates or exacerbates the rate of another form of corrosion defines different forms of corrosion. Every Sounds time I like, say corrosion, take a shot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, oh my goodness. We'll play that game tomorrow. Um, so you should just go live. Hit it up, Nick. Three of us tomorrow when you're on site. Okay. Oh we'll yeah. Just walk through right there. Yeah, let's do a Facebook, li yeah. uh, Instagram live tomorrow. I'm doing. <laughs> Your I'm customer doing, will love it. I'm doing demo, so I could I could break off. Yeah. So it's I'll not if it's, a, if it's a if it's a dry system. I'm going to rule out micro microbiologically induced corrosion. Galvanized system. No, it is iron okay. <clears throat> So and it's pitting, it, it seems to this year has been a, like drastically accelerated. I sure wish we had dope and tape hats like he's got one for his podcast. <laughs> Fucking bastard. <laughs> soon. Coming we're trying. So, coming soon? Coming soon? Yeah. Coming soon. It, I mean, it's we're got we want to. We're going to. I got the website. We got the website from Joe from uh Mask and Merch is hard for sprinkler. Like I did uh I did shirts like I did American Sprinkler Fitter T shirts and I did uh, Canadian Sprinkler Fitter T shirts and I thought they were cool, but like I wear them more than anybody else. Which I mean, I don't. I think that people would know. get them. It's just the fact of like he's in Atlanta, I'm in Mass. Like we could, we could order like oh. a whole bunch of them, and then I could ship oh, them shit. out. That's kind of a pain yeah. in the ass. Or he yeah, does half, and I do half. Or we, I don't know. It's it'd be better off the guy, uh, Joe Kelly from Mass Construction, who also a podcaster. He's a super. He's got more of like a superintendent, uh, building trades kind of influenced um, show. He's great. You should check him out. But he said that if you just go on, uh, I forget what the website is. I wrote it down, but basically. Basically, it's just a drop shipper, and they hold all the inventory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make it on demand, and then, like, you know, they take most of the profits, and we just collect, like, three bucks a shirt or something like that. And that's kind of what I'd be into because I'm not really in this for, for the profits. No, I thought no. of doing that, too. Same. Yeah, I, I do because I like to talk sprinkler. And my kids and my wife are uh, just – they don't like to hold a good conversation on fire protection. It's crazy. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know. I, know. <laughs> I I thought about doing that too, but my problem is, is I want to have the product in my hand so I can inspect it before I ship it out. Right. And, and what you will find eventually is that people will people steal your up. logo. They'll steal it all the time. Oh yeah. I get posts on, like, I get like the, if you look on like the Facebook groups and stuff, like I know you guys are always talking about Facebooks is for the old people, <laughs> but uh, if you look on the That's Facebook me, groups on <laughs> it, hundred percent is. Um, if you look on those Facebook groups, you'll see people, like sharing the the like they they just like they make the generic sprinkler fitter t-shirts and it'll have my <laughs> podcast logo and it's not a sprinkler it's a microphone with a sprinkler like it's it's a pretty you know what they're doing oh he's got like a you know what i mean like a spring... uh, where are oh yeah so you can tell well, people are stealing it and they don't even they like don't it's, even realize nobody else would do that because it's <laughs> Okay, yeah. so Kenny sent us uh, – oh, geez, Kenny, this is a buck fifty. 
The first dual laser distance meter, 262 foot. See, I ain't big enough for me. Yeah, I think mine is uh Mine's 400. Let me see what Jeff gave me. I want to say it's, I want to say it's more than that. I got originally got it to measure my land cuz I'm not paying a fucking surveyor. Came with like this little white disc I got to try to shine <laughs> the laser at by myself. I got fucking spray paint in my little wheel. Orders, laser beam. Brian, do you have any fire protection uh tattoos? No. Uh-uh. No. No fire protection. I know you're you got some heads, some I like the with the tattoo. That's cool. Yeah, so I got like this is this is my fire protection arm, basically. And then it's all those are all patents. Uh, going around there. Oh, that's, so, that's, that's, that's my sick. logo. Dedication. Oh, there. That's how I could show you the tattoo. There, that's my oh, logo yeah. there. Yeah, that's yeah. Right? And then this one's from like years ago. That was the old Grinnell was the first sprinkler yeah. tattoo there. And then this was I did that a little while ago. If I got a if I got a, t- I got a tattoo, it would probably be a sprinkler. So this yeah. is, this is the laser beam that I got. Um, it's currently unavailable, but it go it's four hundred feet, and they have yeah. one just like it, thirty bucks. It's thirty bucks, and Jeff will have it there next day. That's super. I'll, I'll send you the link. I'll me. send you the link. I spent mine was like four hundred bucks like ten years ago. Jeez. Well, ten. So yeah. you, everything was four hundred bucks ten years ago, right? That's true. Yeah, that's fair. I thought that was the new twenty twenty four sprinkler head. Yeah, it's, it doesn't put out water. It just says, please evacuate. Don't take the That's elevators. Right. Yeah, it's, it's an electronically activated <laughs> Don't sprinkler. Take Actually, the those are, those exist, so it's not even a joke anymore, the electronically activated sprinklers. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, it's got the little wire, and it fucking pulls the element out. Yeah, and actually, Job has a uh, fus- like the fusible bulb, frangible bulb. Teespring will do it, all the footwork for your merchandise. Quality is maybe 7 out of 10. Lettering. Teespring, those are the... Um, Pause. Trying to think if I should call them. <laughs> uh, no, I won't be negative here. Oh. <laughs> I think those are the fuckers that stole my logo. Oh damn, those yeah. fuckers! Teespring. Come on, Kenny, can you confirm? If you need anything trademarked, let me know. Oh yeah, please, hundred percent. Let's do it right now. Make a hell of an episode. Right. Yeah. What do you like? Uh, like legit? Like you do trademarking, or you know somebody who uh, trademarks? Yeah, my his wife, fiance. Wife, yeah. Oh, I don't know his like family history here. Like, <laughs> we didn't get that uh, yeah, much yeah. into the weeds. He, well, it's, yeah, he, so it's he, usually it's usually the roles are flipped, but she's the brains, he's the beauty. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Sarah's beautiful too. Yeah, she's very beautiful. So yeah, yeah she, she's in a. Did you did you punch up? A, I think so. Yeah, I, think I punched so. up. I punched up, like not even like we're not even the same species oh yeah <laughs> oh it's, it's silly you, you got lucky oh I, I yeah i knocked her up hey, girls what? girls look yeah. sprinkler men what's that they love sprinkler men like i was they don't i was fighting when we got together are you a fighter yeah i was fighting when we first t chimp right, is Sarah? the first person oh t chimp T Chimp is the first one, and then let me see. I I had one just like uh two or three weeks ago. Those thieving bastards! Don't be a thief. Make your own shit. Sarah made our logos. Yeah, she did a great job. It was like five. It took like fucking five minutes. See, isn't that annoying? Like we're like, oh yeah, (laughs) we put. Is she coming over to say hi? Can she hear us? Yeah, she's the logo maker herself. Yeah. 
so they're talking about trademarks. Oh. So uh, some guys, some guy, uh, some guys were stealing Chris's logo. Mm-hmm. Move this all the way. Hey, Chris. Here's Sarah. Everybody. Hi, Sarah. Nice to meet you. My wife's upstairs. She won't come down. She doesn't like sprinkler stuff. Yeah, my wife's in the living room. She doesn't. She doesn't enjoy. Yeah. You love to hear about it. It was your. <laughs> well, yeah, look at this. Hey, these like, guys are stealing, stealing my logo. Dude. You're, oh my Uh-oh. God. Damn, that was perfect timing. You cut us right out. Yeah. We were all fucking looking at it. <laughs> yeah, they got it. Uh... Dude. Hey, this one was just a, this was just a couple weeks ago. And look at that. It even oh, said no, no, 33 no. sold. The Fire Sprinkler Podcast, it says. It says my name on it. They didn't even just use the logo. They were just selling my shirts. I know. Dude. To write a trademark. So this because guy made a. Can... Yeah, I should. I'm just lazy and... take the logo. i hear that so, so this guy on. posted it in the sprinkler fitter facebook pages and he said register your trademark and it is approved you can like file a, a lawsuit against that person and you can get like you get the money for the 33 shirts can I for, them? For revenue because and so making they're making money to your image but you need to register first can i can i just fight them you could you could you have to find him oh yeah i ain't flying overseas for that you gotta find him in yeah. india they're <laughs> not local that's all i'll say yeah oh yeah yeah they're it's hard to fight that in general no, we will. I'll yeah but have any registration because a trademark become become an asset for you so How much is album. a trademark here? Look at nobody else listening to this podcast right now cares about this at all. But that's cool. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, I mean a trademark is like a is like five hundred, and you can register under your name as a person or uh under an LLC or a corporation or. Okay. Anything. Okay. Okay. I like yeah. that. That's good. Inf- that's good info. There's quite Thank you. Out this has been a, a this has been a valuable uh, this is a valuable thing coming on this podcast. Jeremy says very interesting. This is the original. Jeremy, you got a trademark on your. Uh, Follow you from the beginning for like five years now. Rising yeah, five years. Fire sprinkler. I, he's he's the OG. He's the original. That's awesome. Uh, well, oh, you're actually, making me blush. Very valuable information. I'm gonna steal yeah. Jeremy's logo and sell coffee cups. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit come on we can give uh we'll give we'll give my buddy jeremy a shout out the rising force logo what's that you are rising force fire sprinkler he gave away a sweatshirt on the last episode that's a sweet sweater too i know i'm, ner- I'm nervous to wear it i'm gonna get it dirty i'm always in the back then it's 10. <laughs> oh, are oh, we supposed oh, to shut down at 10? Is this oh, only an hour? It usually is an hour. Is it? Yeah. Is he, my episodes, I don't have. I will talk as long as somebody will talk sprinkler. So I've had episodes like like Jim McHugh from AGF that we talk for an hour and a half. And it's a beast to upload. It takes like almost a day to upload to like the cert like not the server but to like the website server i sound like yeah. a dinosaur but um <laughs> like it takes a while to upload it onto youtube and stuff like that um but yeah i'll talk as long as like if somebody wants to talk for an hour we'll talk for an hour if somebody wants to talk for 15 minutes i can doing this i'm at 93 94 episodes now you can kind of tell when the conversations died down mm-hmm. and, and that's then you it. know like you can kind of uh, hey. wheeze it out 
These, yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast. There's people trademarking audio from Instagram and TikTok and making profits off of other people's audio. Those bastards. Get the what? Those bastards. Jeez. Somebody's somebody's gonna patent. Hey, everybody! Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Fire Shred Podcast. LLC. BC I guess Chris, it's like ask this guy about the ice obstructions. He will know. Oh yeah, so we got a question about ice obstructions. What was the question? What do you oh, do for an yeah. ice obstruction? Take it out. What do you do Take for it an out. Ice obstruction. <laughs> Take it out. Yeah. Get out I think the, that's an annual. Get out the blowtorch. I think, you're, I think you're supposed to have a one foot piece of pipe on both sides of the freezer wall. I believe you check for ice plugs every six months. It might be six months. That might be right. Yeah, I believe it's a, it's a semi-annual go deal. go to my search thing and type in ice plug. And It'll be on that ice 90 when it goes into the you think freezer. It's on, you think it's on? The, it's in 25? Yeah, I think chapter 13. That Under would be of... internal investigation? No, sorry, not 13, 14. It's taking me to the annex. Annex A. Why is it going here? Who's not going to get it first? He's oh, he's back. going to get it. He's searching. He's Dude. using digital. I'm flipping hey, pages is, like yeah, a... flipping, but my, it's, it's, this it's show is the ultimate fact checker, you know, especially when you go live, you say something and you're like, ah, I don't think that's right. <laughs> like... Boom. So what's what we always talk about is bucket talk, right? You're sitting on break. You're sitting with everybody on buckets and everyone thinks that they know what the fuck they're talking about. That's it. Say it again. I'll type it in. I'm going to tell you if you're right or wrong. <laughs> We're not going to be out here doing maybes and fucking what ifs that your grandfather told you 20 years ago. Shit updates every year. We're going to talk about what's happening now. 30-inch minimum removable piece 30. Fuck, I was on the off. freezer side. I didn't find it. Ryan found it. I believe it. Oh, you, clicked, you, know, it's oh, on... you answered your own question. Ice obstruction of freezer heads, 14.4. I'm at 14.3. I was right there. Ice obstruction. Ice obstruction. There it is. Yep. Internally on an annual basis for ice obstructions at the point where the piping enters the refrigerated area. Which is, it's going to be a 90. It's going to come, it's going to come in 90, go down typically. No, it doesn't have I've to. I've seen it in 90. It doesn't have to go down, but it will not, it, it's usually double 90, right? For a freezer? Going into a freezer? Yeah. Going into a free freezer, right? Oh, I mean, I've, I've never straight in. straight in. Yeah, straight in. So then at 90s, straight in, and you check that 90 going in? No, I wouldn't put a 90 in. It's got to be 30 inches. 90s aren't 30 inches. Oh, well, center, the question center. was, does anyone actually do it? So what's it say? It says it shall be inspected internally on an annual basis for ice obstructions at the point. Oh, for sure. If it's in the book, the I do it area. for sure. Oh, if it's in the book, I do it for sure. I think it so from what I've seen here in Georgia, the ice obstruction is I mean, that's commonplace. Everybody does it. Yeah. And Everything freezes. I'm like I mean, Bobby's in Boston and I'm in Canada. Like we're always looking for ice obstructions. Everything's frozen. Yep. Right. And even if they're using like dry air packs, like nitrogen, it's it's still gonna happen. And they're like, yeah, oh, I checked all my drum drips. I do it all the time. And I'm like, buddy, it's blown up on the top RC. You haven't fucking checked this thing in months. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? The whole drum yeah. drip split. How did you check it last month? Yeah, I drained it out. And how come it's clean underneath it and there's no rust? Right. Oh, oh I ran a garden hose. Really? I'm 37 yeah, drum drips? We figured it out today. I figured Chris would want to talk about it. Now look up the compressor entry for the refrigerated space. 
Yeah, that's the one. Well, that's an NFPA 13. All right, goddamn. That's what we're talking about. What you got to have? Uh, it's got to be in the coming from the cold space, right? Compressor entry. All right, so I'm a 2013 edition guy being in Ontario. So that's the standard that I know. So I'm assuming air compressors is going to be somewhere in chapter six. Oh, Your guess seven. is as good as mine. I like my little search engine that I got here. Yeah, you do, you cheater. Who can search it quicker? <laughs> what do you think? It's chapter six? I think chapter seven, actually. Now, system requirements, dry pipe. Let's go with uh, quick opening devices, air supply. Size of systems, supply, air supply connections. Oh, we're getting somewhere. And yeah, Chris, 2013, still here. Who's that? Who's saying that? Somebody from Ontario? Ryan Whitley. I think they're they're in uh, Vegas. Oh. Are we using the limited whatever it was that the guy from a couple of weeks ago was talking about? The... Tyson. Yeah, the Tyson and his, southern, uh, well, according the southern, to the Southern Nevada limited standard that takes away everything except for what I want to say. They do some weird shit out there. It's for real. My wife had to tell me to turn that episode off. They... <laughs> oh, you were yelling like, at it. Huh? What are you doing? And I was like, I'm just listening. She's like, you're not just listening. You're, you're participating. You're Only there's nobody else listening but me. You need to turn that off. I was like, oh. Hey, you're a keyboard warrior. <laughs> so my company didn't know about it. We're in Vegas, but I was bored reading the NFPA and had seen it. So I asked my boss. Now he told everyone to do it every year. Is that a boy? Tyson's proud. Oh, no. Ryan's in Ontario, 853, Niagara region. Hey, yeah, 853. That's me. 853. This is Ryan Whitley. He's 853 too. Yeah, yeah. High five. High five to the 853. There we go. That's where our buddy Wayne is too, I believe. There it is. Boom. Wow. 853. What's up? Let's go. Yeah. Who's that Wayne? Who? Wayne who? Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to him today. So we were talking about, I'm doing a fundraiser right now for Camp Bucko. I'm going to do that a little plug right now. So. What I'm working on right now, Camp Bucca was the burn camp for kids of Ontario. Uh, <clears throat> what I'm working on right now is I'm going to break the world record for the longest stretch of inch and a half fire hose. Oh, so, I saw. I, okay, I saw that you were collecting yeah. fire hose. So I have enough now. People Ooh. are still trying to give me hose, but I have so enough. Somebody fire already. Hose did, somebody right did this. How far is the, what's the record? So I'm just I'm transferring it to Miles for my American compadres here. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then you're going to fill it. No, no. Oh, come on. I want to see. Oh, that'd be so I many see, fire trucks to get see, any amount of water. Um, I want to see 250 GPM out of the end. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> not even if it would stop world hunger when they do that. So the existing world record is 63.3 kilometers, which is 39.33 miles. Get the fuck out of here. And Where? it's held by an, an Italian fire brigade that did it in, I believe it was 2014. And so, you're gonna put all those together? Yeah. Where? Um, what? It, how? Where's it going? Down the road? You gonna fucking? So I, 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 I'm in talks with Guinness about getting the clarification on that. If I have to run it in a straight line, or if I can zigzag, right, go right. back and forth, stuff like that. If I can go zigzag back and forth, I mean, it's done, no problem. Um, I am looking to go to a, a minimum of 100 kilometers, but I want to go for. I have enough right now to do 125 kilometers which is 77 miles. 
which Dude, is also fucking... going to suck. That is but what I need right now is people to go to my website, firesprinklerpodcast.com, click on the laying it down for Camp Bucko link and to sponsor a hose. Sponsoring a hose is $20 and all of the proceeds are going to go right to Camp Bucko. I want to be able to present a check for Camp Bucko for at least $70,000 because I've got about five, 6,000 hoses oh, I'm trying that to, I got to lay out. I'm trying to do the math right now. What's a mile? It's like 6,000. 5280 times 72 you got fucking 400,000 feet of hose yeah i've got right now in my obsession i got about 5000 fire hoses 100 feet 175 footers yeah dude what the fuck yeah it sucks so much hose <clears throat> so and and it seems so crazy to even yeah, it i seen is the crazy. i seen the it truck full like of hoses but i didn't think it was that much i thought i had a ton yeah, it's... of fire hose i have like 20 <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's cool. Yeah. So I have a right now in Pickering, Ontario, which is on the other side of Toronto. I've got a 20 by, uh, I got a 20 by 10 C can stacked to the roof, which is like nine feet tall, piled full. That's a picture that I posted on, on Instagram and Facebook and everything a couple days ago, me and my wife and my kids, my yep, kids climbing on top of the hoses. It's actually super fun. You can climb right on top. It's comfortable as shit. Um, and then I've got a mechanical contractor, um, here in Corona, just south of Sarnia, that has, uh, I think, 14 pallets stacked about five feet tall, rolled, coiled nicely. So what kind of team are you looking at? You're not going to connect every hose. As many people as possible. Oh, I don't want to. But if I can get well, as many people as so possible, anybody that sponsors a hose, if you sponsor a hose, so you sponsor a hose for $20, and if you pay, I think it's $30, I'll ship it to you. So um, what the hoses are going to have, and I mean, I got one upstairs. I should have brought it down. But um, they're going to be serial numbered. If people want them, they're going to be serial numbered so you know which hose in the world record you have. Um, I took hose number 217 because my accountability number with the fire department is 217. Like I'm firefighter 217. Um, so that's the hose that I want. That's awesome. So if you want to, um, set, what'd you say the link was on your website? Uh, you go to firesprinklerpodcast.com and then you click on the laying it down for camp bucko right, in the, I'm going to post page. that to my page after on my story. Uh, awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. And uh, yeah, I'm working on getting the donations in. Um, I've got the hose now. We just need the cash to make it worthwhile, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you got, is Wayne going to help you out putting them babies together? I hope so. We were talking a little <laughs> bit today about get the uh, like how can he get help. Get the whole school. Instead of doing school that day, we're going to get all the apprentices and they're going to fucking put hoses together for three hours or whatever school is. Days. 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 You got to think, man. 5,000 hoses. It's going to suck. Hunched over. Oh, I'm busy that day. Busy. It's my world record. I have to be there. It sucks. Five thousand. <clears throat> yeah, it'll yeah, be. It's good. it's gonna be really good. Hey, it's gonna be a good. good for, you'll be good for a thousand. A thousand per guy. You need five guys. Yeah. No problem. Sounds easy. Sounds like Bobby's coming to Canada. I'm Check coming your up. passport, buddy. I'm coming Check up. your passport. I think I'll I got, like a, I got a five-hour <laughs> ride to Niagara. Oh, it's perfect. Toronto's another hour up. I'll take the Mustang. Maybe we can shave an hour off. Will they let me through the border? Did you get a passport? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't they? We're coming, yeah, baby. Yeah, we're American. That's it. Well, I mean, that might not be the benefit. But, yeah, I mean, right. yeah, we'll let you in. <laughs> we're American. We can come in. We're... Maybe don't say that when you're at the border and yeah. you'll be fine. That's it. <laughs> but Excuse it is me, true. sir. I'm American. I can come in here, right? I'm Canadian, eh? Yeah, that's it. You're in. <laughs> you're in. 
<laughs> so what do you got? You got a word of advice for the apprentices? Uh, pay attention and don't stop when you get your ticket. Don't stop when you get your That's a good one. That should really vamp you up. Really should That's buy it. I really I've always said you should buy yourself something when you get your ticket. Oh, it's so, okay. Go, on, so buy the sick, was... go on, buy the sick truck, kid. Just do it. Just get over with and have it. Dude, I was gonna get I in my in my entire apprenticeship. I'm getting a Harley when I get my ticket. When I take it out, I'm getting a Harley. Did you? Two <laughs> two months before I ticket it out, I'm in trade school and my, my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, we've been together for ten years, thirteen four thirteen years, twelve years. She, yeah, I'll figure it out. Uh, my kid's 11, so 12 years. We've Close. been together 12 years. We've Close been married enough. for 10, 11. Anyways, uh, a while. Um, two months before I take it out, I like go to trade school and she tells me she's pregnant. So I don't have a motorcycle yet, but my kid can almost carry me. So <laughs> I'm going to ride that kid oh, around. He's, oh, he's a big boy? Well, he's going to be once he starts lifting me. Right. Well, how about a flood? Have you ever flooded anything? So when I was an, when I was an apprentice, me and my brother were on a site and uh six inch coupling didn't get tight, tightened in. And I mean, if you ask him, it was me, but if you ask me, it was him. And that's the way it always goes. Um, we had a six inch coupling let go right above a transformer. Now oh. the transformer was not live, but, but still you, uh, we both had to change our pants because we didn't know it wasn't live. That coupling just let go. We were just walking around like, oh, yeah, this is going well. This is, hey, this is actually going pretty good. Bang. Oh, shit. And then the water flows and you see it's falling on that transfer, like just six inch outlet right to a transformer. And oh, the water starts flowing towards us and we're like, you know, <laughs> Don't thinking, think. thinking we're going to get bit. Electrified. Um, yeah, that's right. And then another, uh, uh, I mean, my my only other flood story was was because of a, a a mall maintenance guy. So similar to you, the mall shuts down the sprinkler system. They do the isolates. They know the system. We were in there doing some ten, uh, TI work. They know it. Listen, <laughs> I've been doing this a long time. I know the system's drained. And my brother was like, I don't know, man. This feels heavy, right? Like you know when you can't you when you can't wiggle the sprinkler. No, I know. And it's just it's just not moving. He's like, this still feels heavy. And the guy's like, just and the pull guy's it. like, listen, man, it's just the, it's just the weight of the water and the drop. It ain't a problem, man. Just pull it. I've been in this building for fifteen years. And my brother looks at me and he's like, yeah. And I'm like, Send right. He looks at the. He's like, you tell me, you telling me to pull this? And he's like, yeah. And my brother looks at me and he's just like, fuck it. And he fucking just, just ping. And that sprinkler was gone. And the five gallon pail that I'm standing underneath <laughs> the ladder like this is gone. gone. And the garbage pail beside me is also filled. And that guy's like, I don't, I don't think we got the right system. <laughs> like, yeah, no fucking shit, man. Go look in. for the. Go look for the squirrely fucking, uh, the squirrel. No, we didn't have anything like that. Yeah. Cause this guy was oh, dying. He was sure a hundred percent positive. It was not that system. I got that system. It's drained. I've been here for 20 years. You don't tell me how to isolate a system. All right, cool. Figure it out, buddy. Patty oh, Smith, great. Patty Smith worked with him in Kingston way. I went to trade school. With one of the apprentices of the Chris on the show, actually. 
Oh, was he good or was he a dick? Bobby ain't allowed to cross the border for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Just drill that first hanger as soon as you can in the morning. For real. If you grab the hammer drill and you're the first one up that fucking ladder, everyone's still shooting the shit. You know, maybe it's five past start time and they got the coffee. What you have for dinner? And you're just like, fucking shut up. You start drilling. Yo, the boys are going to scramble and you're going to get a lot of pipe up that day. Set the pace. Set the pace. You got to set a pace, man. Set then, a pace. And then when someone starts doing this and they want to go to coffee and they want to break, and it's like, one more hanger. I'm going to put up one more hanger. Yeah, what's another drop? What's one more hanger? One more drop. Right? One more piece Do you want to be the guy that stays? Listen, he I'm was a the guy... top of his class. Who was it? Give me his name. Who was it? Chris wants to know. Before just give me the it, first. Just we, give me the first. Before we wrap name. this up, what's the first? No. He's got some. Damn, I'm losing. You guys are commenting a lot. All these different things. I can't see them all now. Oh, God. Are they all bad? Is that what you're not saying? So, are they all ripping on me? Let's see. 853. My boy Mike Manns and Patrick Smith are there, too. Nice. Like the Canadian Underground Railroad. Shit, I thought I had. Oh, yeah. I already read that one. I must have just missed a couple. <laughs> He's got some hoes. Big pimping. Wayne says man, it's if... awesome. It will help out so many kids. Talking about your hoses. Oh, thanks, man. The uh, yeah, hose. my wife was constantly singing that song I've when we were when we were. Hose. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> wow. I've got hose. Yeah, yeah. It the singing slowed down after we finished unloading the first because I had there was too many storages there and we just kind of combined them and took some of them home. But I like at the beginning she was like, oh, I've got hose. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna get old fast. Towards the end of it, we were so goddamn tired from moving about 3,500 hoses from sea can to sea can that the singing the singing stopped it was a quiet drive how home. long did it take to move those three those 3,500 so I tricked her into coming and helping me with the kids and I said we'll be there for like a half an hour we'll go into Toronto we'll hit the Vaughn Mills mall it's like a big mall in Canada and like you know we'll do some shopping we'll do stuff like that and we were there for about three hours sweating my kids were miserable. One of them got hit in the head with a coupling because the one kid threw it at the other one, and the coupling dinged him in the head. Oh, he's, fi he's, he, fine. He's, right. he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Make strong. He's fine. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. The kids did good. They actually did help a lot. Like I had them at the back of the twenty foot sea can, and I was just kind of hucking hoses to them and letting them kind of stack them were, better. Yeah, they they were just had fun climbing on top of eight feet of fire hose, right? Like who wouldn't? Oh yeah, that's great. Right in the box. Yeah. Oh, Wayne says we just got to um, tell them we're going to see Wayne and they'll let us in. That's they, it. They, right. they know you up there. I love it. Don't don't tell them you know me. So <laughs> if, so I, I want to go on your show. Yeah, when? Let's do it uh, right now. Um, How? How How do we do it? I watch send... you. You're usually like uh, like together with the people. No. Uh, so well, on some only, of your episodes. Only the conferences. Yeah, so the conferences, oh, okay. I do them live. I mean, I don't oh, the rest of them are kind of like this, like a Zoom. Yeah, or... exactly. Zoom. I use Zoom. Okay. Yeah, Perfect. I use Zoom, and then I, they're just side by each the two panels. Usually, I do two people. I can do three people. I can do. I, I can do. I think because I bought the thing, it's whatever. I can do seven hundred people, but that many people are going to talk over each other. Yeah, um, it gets tough after yeah. four. Yeah. So we like. I mean, I would. I would love to come on. The topics that me and you would probably talk about is is the 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 social media thing that you're doing. Uh, what you guys are doing with the podcast. And I would try to push the the fitters that are listening to me to go to you because my my audience is fitters, designers, project managers. I get AHJs, I get firefighters, I get everybody because it's a technical podcast, right? Right. Um, you 
guys are talking sprinkler, which is awesome, right? Like this is what I like talking sprinkler. I can do this yeah. all day, obviously, because right. right. it's 1020 and you guys usually shut her down at 10. That, right. That's it. We'll keep it going. You can see but it's easy. Like, as long as it's... <laughs> it's it, like, I'm a guy, I can talk sprinkler all day. Right. And I did talk sprinkler all day at work. And then like, I, uh, I had a meeting with my fire department until eight 30. And then I was like, deuces, I'm out of here. And then, you know, talk sprinkler again more, for another hour. More fire safety. Love it. That's it. Yeah. That's uh, a good yeah. time. Yeah. So we'll definitely have to come on your show. De um, I'll share anything you want to tag me and I'll share it. That goes for anybody, but really just everybody helps out everybody. Um, it's, it's the community, you know, hopefully if you guys are watching, go follow the fire sprinkler podcast. He's yeah. Follow all the podcasts, fire, the fire sprinkler podcast, dope and tape fire protection podcast. Drew's got a great show. Uh, what else is out there now? Fire code tech. Gus Gagliardo's got fire code tech. Uh, there's a, there's a guy from over in Europe who's got one. His is, oh, I'm blanking on it, but his is really good too. His is a highly technical fire engineering, but he doesn't just do sprinkler. He does, uh, he does a lot of different, he does a lot of really, really technical stuff. Matt Murphy. Uh, gonna, cool. Matt Murphy. No, no, it ain't Matt Murphy. No, that's what this guy uh, says was on your show. Oh, Matt Murphy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I grew up with his older brother, played hockey with his hockey and lacrosse with his older brother. Um, the fire science show. I'm not going to try to pronounce show. the guys. No. Yeah. Fi so there's fire science show, fire protection podcast, fire code tech, ICC pulse code, uh, smart firefighting is another good one. Oh, all right. See, I didn't even know all these were out there. If it's anything sprinkler or fire safety related, I want, I want <clears> in, I want to, I want to follow these yeah. people. Yeah. And then all my other, uh, like obviously the dope and tape show is, is, is in there and it's top and dope it's and tape baby but, uh, <laughs> so, so you didn't even ask that question at the beginning is that, it dope or tape i was or just going i dope? was just going what is it what is it that's one or the other man yeah i'm a code guy oh, i'm a code damn. guy I know. listen what am i gonna do versus what the book says are two different things okay so what, what is, i'm gonna where do does it say in I, the book it says one or the other where well, well so the head manufacturers are starting to say one or the other Sprinkler manufacturers, yes. The sprinkler yeah. manufacturers. Yeah, yeah. But the book says one or the other? I'll be damned. I want to see it. Then we'll wrap it up. Then we'll wrap it up. I know Bry's getting tired. What's the gonna... real answer to this is dope and then tape? Screw the book. Dope so I am, I'm, I don't I'm, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tape and dope guy. I'm a tope then, uh, tape then dope guy. I don't do it and then leave the sprinkler sitting out for 10 years for the dope to dry up. Right. But I figure, what's the point in putting the dope on if you're just going to put the tape over top of it? What's the be what benefit are you getting? Double, double protection, baby. But the thing is, and and a lot of sure, people you're say, oh, up, though. you'll over tighten it. Um, but that's not, actually that's the concern, right? That, that is yeah. the that's the reason. Is there? And it only happens like the... with a new apprentice. Like we got this one guy's new apprentice, big shout out to Jay. And uh, listen, he likes it tight. And when Bobby's got to come back, top stepping his six footer, trying to take the shit out, I'm like, fucking Jason. Yeah, pack your lunch, man. You're in for a long day at the office. <laughs> the uh, what? Uh, okay, so now, what are your thoughts on going back to the Victola conversation? What are your thoughts on the groove sprinklers? I love them, but I still got I still got to fucking. Well, I haven't put the grooved heads in yet. I haven't done any grooved heads. I've never Mint. done that. Mint. Mint. I'm nervous for, about the impact right on the bulb. You so don't use close. Nah, you don't. Well, you don't use a you don't use an eighteen volt. You what? use a twelve volt. What's the difference? Still fucking hammering it. Yeah, ah. but it ain't the it ain't you're not getting that torque, right? Oh. 
but it's a uh, it's they're yeah i see you put an esfr in you see guys they get the biggest present wrench they can put on it or the listed head wrench and they crank those fuckers in right yeah because they think it's a bigger thread you got to crank them in but with these groove sprinklers you're not putting that torque on the sprinkler you're not getting as many leaks i don't know about you but for esfr systems if you're doing esfr systems they tend to have more leaks than you could do is you could do a drop that's got one two three four five six threaded connections but an ESFR system's got one threaded connection. It's going to have more leaks on the system than the, than the 2,000 drop system you're putting in. Wow. Right? Like, I mean, maybe not. Maybe yeah. it's just maybe it's just me and my guys. Yeah. Uh, except for Matt. Except for Matt Murphy, because he was the best. Was he? Top, <laughs> top of the class. Top of the class. Top That's what they the said. Class. Top of the class. <laughs> um. So, like, dope and tape, hand tight, holds back 200. Open tape, sure. hand tight, hold back two hundred, and then just give it another little one too. But if just you give go, it a little if one you two. go trying to tighten it till it gets tight, you, you're gonna bury it. You just gotta know your strength of your little, sure. of your little limp wrists. <laughs> <laughs> the limp wrists. So I'm looking. as he, yeah, next week. I'm not looking anymore. Next week, no. yeah, don't look. We'll we'll no. talk about it after. Next yeah. week we got Lund Fire Protection. I want to say out of New York. That's cool. On Tuesday. That's April fourth. We're already in April. April fourth, baby. April fourth. Shit. And as always, if you guys are all watching, listen live, watching the replay, thank you for watching. Thank you for commenting and interacting with us. You're part of the show. You keep the show going with your comments. We really appreciate you. If you want to come on, just message us on Instagram. Yeah, they'll even let a guy like me come on. So I mean, it's Brent Burrell. We'll let anybody come on. Brent Burrell at, at Victolic Toronto. Great job, gentlemen. Appreciate the topic and the work you boys are doing. Uh, Burrell, Burrell knows Matt Murphy. Is Brent Burrell, he's commenting in the comments there? Is he he's saying at yeah. Victolic? I think he's, oh, is yeah. he, does he work for Victolic? He's a Victolic guy, yep. Let's go. You want to come on the show, Brent? We'd love to have you. You'd be our first Victolic rep. I've been waiting for this. Tell uh, to, uh, Brent, if Brent's watching, Brent, you got to get Stubbert to get, get a hold of these guys. Tell Stubby to get a hold of these guys. Stubby. Yeah. Let's go. Whoever wants. Yeah. We'd, we'd love to have some reps. It just seems like they don't, you know, we can't really get hold of them. Victoria Toronto at Ryan Whitley, Matt Murphy. What a beauty. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Wallsburg boy too. We, uh, I, Brent grew up with my older brother and I've, uh, I've hung out with Brent. I've had a couple of beers with, uh, with Brent before. It's a small world, man. And we're all connected in the same way by the, by the, we're all screwing black pipe. That's it. All around the world, man. Awesome. There's my camera again. Awesome. Hey, this has been awesome. You guys have uh hey, thank you so much for coming on. Dude, we yeah, truly man. appreciate hey, thanks it. Thanks for, for coming me. on. And we're gonna talk about going on your show. Yeah, let's do it. Yep, anytime. I record uh like anytime if you guys like it, if it's easier for you guys, nights, weekends, whatever. No problem. Awesome. Sweet. All right, man. Let's do it. All right, everybody. Hey, thanks it. everybody. Subscribe to the podcast. Right.